This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to a very special episode of the Callum McSwiggan Show. That was a little bit of new Kim Petras there, absolutely obsessed. Uh, sat opposite me in the studio today is the very lovely Lucy Peach. How are you doing? I'm so good. Thanks for having me, Callum. I've, 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 I've become a little bit obsessed with you in the past couple of days. I've, I've, I've been doing my research on everything that you've been doing well and done. your TED Talk. Yeah. Absolutely loved it oh thank you which one did you watch the one with swearing or the one without wait is there more than one there's one that's about 18 minutes long that features quite a few (gasps) f-bombs and then there's a shorter more succinct version well i just saw the short one i feel like i've massively missed out well that's debatable see i I said i did my research and i clearly didn't do enough (laughs) research did i (laughs) no i think you've i think you've you've done well well we're going to be covering so much on the show today um we're going to be talking about sex and periods with your lovely self Um, And you're also going to be performing for us a little bit later as well. What are you going to be performing for us? Well, given that I am currently on day 20 of my cycle, which is the height of summer, I'm going to play the most loveliest love song that I have. And it's called Be So Good. Amazing. Well, I can't wait for that. And I can't wait to talk about the cycle as well, because I've learned a lot from the TED Talk and I can't wait to... You're uh, a disciple now, Callum. (laughs) Yeah, just a disciple. Yeah, now you have to go out and and preach. Uh, And preach. Preach period power as well. I mean, that's why we're here today. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've also got a few treats lined up. We're going to be playing a little bit of porn or not porn later on. We're hosting a fabulous competition and obviously answering all of our lovely listeners' sex confessions as well. But before we dive into all of that, um, we're going to talk a little bit about Digital Pride, which is the world's first global LGBT plus pride event. It's a pride that people can celebrate even if they're in a country where where LGBT plus people are criminalized or in danger. And this year's theme is all about tackling loneliness. So I wanted Mm. to start off on a conversation. Now, I know that you, I feel you're an ally of the LGBT plus community. And I feel like it's really important that we kind of, I feel like the LGBT plus community can be really isolated within itself sometimes. Mm. And I think it's really important to kind of reach out to different people and make those connections. And I mean, I think I even spotted a rainbow flag on your guitar case. Is that (laughs) true? So, so I mean, tell me a little bit about your connection to the community. Well, I guess, um, you know, it's one of those things that the more you invest, the more it, it grows. And... You know, in in my work in talking about the menstrual cycle, obviously I need to be really careful that I don't just speak for 38-year-old white privileged women who live in Australia because, you know, being inclusive is not just sort of something that you need to do to tick a box and, you know, pass a test. It's like, do you really want everyone on board? Do you really want everyone to feel welcome? Do you really want everyone to feel connected? And I think, you know... 
it's actually it's just better for everybody you know and so one instance that's sort of um been quite top of mind for me is that um you know someone said to me at the very beginning of my run of these shows you know well you're not talking about um trans people you're not talking about men who might have periods or women who don't have periods and yeah. at first i was really overwhelmed i was like oh fuck you know i've only got one hour and i'm, I'm trying to change the conversation around periods and i've got to speak with these people and these people but it, you know it was just a matter of talking to people and saying what's what are you comfortable with and what would make you feel more included and how can i broaden the conversation and and you know and just i think just, just trying, you know, and talking is really that simple. And um, yeah, I think I think that's a really wonderful point you made about like the whole like conversation around periods and just mm. you know people with vaginas mm. in general or people with uteruses. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually where I was going to take mm. this conversation because I think it is something that's a small thing to do that makes people feel a lot more included. You know, to not say women when yep. you're talking about periods, etc. Yep. But at the same time, like you said, it is actually difficult. You know, when mm. we are brought up in a certain way with a certain set of ideas and a certain set of language it, it can be quite difficult to break that um and i think there's it's a really kind of important distinction to make to well, it's, it's when it's layered because you've got a few different taboos fighting each other at the same time yes and and the really the terrible thing is when you know it's like that that phrase that you know the left eat their own which is a bit of an aside but it kind of speaks to that idea that you know, if I see you and you're not doing it all perfectly, then I kind of jump on you and yeah. crunch you up. And, and it's like, if you just assume people are doing the best that they can and then gently say, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And genuinely, generally rather, most people are really happy to have that invitation and, and to sort of go with it. And I mean, I don't, I don't always say people with periods because I went through a phase of doing that and then I had this whole lot of women saying you know you're taking away our femininity sure. and we're women and I was like oh you've got to God, get the balance right I can't win yeah but then I just you know I, I would I would yeah just play with the balance and that's something that's taken me you know probably two years and to yeah. feel comfortable talking about without feeling like I'm you know getting it wrong which is yeah. such a you know it's something you really need to kind of kind of get over and I think just kindness and compassion goes goes so far and and there's so many things you know I was thinking just the other day about how um I have a friend who's a trans woman and she's just made the transition and and uh she lives in Brighton and I was thinking oh I should get her to come to my show and then I thought how insensitive Mm. this woman who has just begun her journey of womanhood sure who's not going to have a period is probably not going to feel comfortable in my theatre with this hour-long exploration into what it means to have a cycle and how sure. that fits in the world. But then I thought, hang on a minute, you know, in including her in the conversation and just inviting her, there's going to be so much crossover. We're talking about feelings here. I'm not yeah. even... Absolutely. Get into biology, so she can relate to that. She can take what she wants and, from and it. Things like changes in hormones and things, that's which is right. something you talk about in the yeah, cycle. Yeah, being that sensitive to hormones. I mean, that's a whole other roller coaster. And just quickly, one other thing on that was this idea that I had, where um, so commonly when you talk about you know following your cycle, basically what you're doing is just tuning into which day of your cycle you are, looking at yourself through that lens, and then thinking about how to you know kick ass or self-care or whatever it is and for women who have gone 
through menopause and don't have a cycle anymore, what they like to do, some of them, is um, go by the moon as a way of staying connected to a cycle. And I thought, that's so brilliant. And I'm sure millions of other people have had this idea and I'm not the originator, but I thought for a trans woman to then be able to connect to the lunar cycle, that is just um, a visual, tactile not tactile, you can't touch the moon. But <laughs> do you know, you like it's something, ta- it's sort of almost tangible, tangible yeah. that you can say, oh, I see the waxing and the waning and, I, and you know, the way that my moods change and the way that I feel. And That's really beautiful yeah. and, and poetic. And I think, you, you know, you're absolutely right. It's, a, it's about intention. Mm. And you were clearly, you know, making all the intentions and, you know, making it as inclusive as you possibly can. I mean, I do a lot of like um, sex education around sex toys and that's somewhere where it's, you know, it's so easy to say this sex toy is for a man and this sex toys for a woman and mm. and i do sometimes mm. you know i do mm. i do often use traditional language but i think also sometimes it's important to acknowledge other people as well mm. um let's talk a little bit we've kind of touched upon it a little bit but let's talk about more about your work specifically because you have your show coming up at the edinburgh fringe which is my Bright greatest period ever yeah that sounds incredible and is this talking about the cycles yes so let's let's get more into that because you talked about it as seasons, like you go through spring and winter and, and, and yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. So I have literally just driven down um, from Stroud, where I'm part of a menstrual cycle awareness training course through um, a company called Red School, and they are the ones who really like to call the four phases of the cycle um, the seasons. And there's lots of different words for them. I mean, can I swear? You can swear okay, all good. you like. Just just getting that out of the way because I'll tell you what you missed on the on the sweary TED talk. I, I'm so I'm so upset that Here I missed the comes. sweary one. Okay. So essentially, you know, the 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 show is based on the premise that we have a menstrual cycle, and that doesn't mean that you just have a period and you don't have a period. And you know, the way that we talk about it in school is sort of you know, here's a tampon, good luck, have a nice life and just, you know, don't make a mess, don't let anyone see and... Be ashamed. Be ashamed, yeah, you know. it's awful. Catch you later. And it makes it... Um, it puts it in this framework of being this binary thing that's just an on and off switch. And when you look, you know, and I'm holding up a graph to the microphone, which you can't see, but <laughs> when you look at... A graph of what the hormones are doing. And I know there's people out there who are like, their eyes are already rolling back in their head. They're like, oh, graph, hormones, shut up. But it's it's your internal world. And, you know, it's like, you know how you feel when you get a rush of adrenaline. You yeah. have an emotional response. You have a physical response. It's the same with hormones for men and for women. And it's science. It's not it's not that's voodoo. That's right. It's, that's it. It's, it's, you know, I mean, you can go all voodoo if you want i mean yeah. you, be my guest but on a, on a really fundamental level there is a scientific phenomena happening inside of you that we've been really conditioned and socialized to just completely ignore and override and block and so you know basically what is happening throughout the cycle i'll just give you a quick synopsis of these four phases and i'll use the words that i like to use for them and so your cycle starts on day one which is when you start bleeding. Mm. That's when you have your period. And, you know, you're letting go of the possibility of life, basically. And it's, it's, it's the time where, you know, you've, you've got to really rest and take care of yourself and fill your cup for the month ahead. If you just push through that, 
you're never going to feel like you've caught up and you're going to feel tired and pushed and harangued because you haven't sure. honoured what your body is doing. Yeah. So I really, I really see that as a time to just really be a bit dreamy, the, dream, the time to dream and to take care of yourself and to really tune in because the other thing is when you kind of um, – your hormones right now, by the way, are flatlined. There's just not a lot going on. So you're more tired, you're more slow. And with all of that kind of um, – falling away you're more able to tune into what is really deeply important to you so for instance if something really gives you the shits when you're premenstrual which is when you're most likely to get the shits if you it's a whole new world to me see that, that yeah, did yeah, not know right? that and i mean you live with women you know yeah, women you exactly. know people with a cycle so this is really really know, useful yeah. well you know it's no wonder that you don't because of the way we've treated you know i mean women's bodies in general for thousands of years have just been demonized and shit canned but you know this whole idea that when you have your period it's for rest and for tuning in and that that is you know when you get a real download of wisdom is throughout lots of cultures you know lots and lots of tribal cultures have have seen this as a really sacred time and so that's your time to dream and then what happens is as your period starts to finish inside you've got eggs that are getting ready to be released again so there's lots going on and as they ripen, your estrogen starts to rise and now you're in the second phase, which is the time to do because you're about to lay an egg, basically. So you imagine a bird who's getting really kind of broody and nesty and, you know, is just like madly scrabbling for twigs to get the perfect nest (laughs) and doesn't want to have a chat or is just like, it's like, it's a very, um, it's probably the most masculine inverted commas part of the cycle because you just really, you want to get things done and it's a bit impatient and you kind of, you know, you've just come out of, you know, the cave of winter and having your period and yeah. you're just like, I've got all these things to do and I need to do them now. My husband calls it the be- the bull deer moment because I'm like a cross between a bull in a china shop and a deer in the headlights. I'm just... Go, 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 go. Yeah, go. yeah, I like that. And then what happens is once estrogen peaks, you're in the middle of the cycle. So you're about day 14. And this is your, your giving stage, right? Well done, yeah, See, I did. I paid attention. And so then you ovulate, right? And you've still, you're still riding high on the ass-kicking capabilities of the doing phase, but it's got a bit of softness and you're more mm. interested in collaborating and connecting and, you know, finding out what I can do for you and you can do for me and how we can, you know, solve all the world's problems and have world peace and start charities and, you know plant gardens and it's like a that's when i get on the internet and reach out to people and you know set up little collaborations yeah. because i'm just like seeing all the possibilities of connection and then of course um you know you you have progesterone as well which is sort of like nature's feel-good hormone estrogen okay. is kind of like speed it can make you a bit um <laughs> speedy it can make you a bit anxious you know because it's like go 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 but progesterone is like ah. Oh, Sure. And it makes yeah. you sleep better and it makes you more relaxed. And obviously I'm saying all of this and it's not a one-size-fits-all template. You know, this is, you know, it's something that's very different to everybody. It's like the way that you respond to caffeine is going to be different to the way that I do. So people are the same with their hormones. But essentially what happens in, in the giving phase once you've ovulated is you have this abundance and you just want to say yes to everything. And the problem is when you say yes to too many things – And you think that you have to be that all the time. And so then what happens is you get to your premenstrual take time. And if you expect of yourself the need to be all things to all people and to just keep doing and giving and just being Mother Teresa, 
you feel pissed off. Yeah, absolutely. And you feel like everybody's taking everything from you because you don't have anything left. And what's going on inside is all of those hormones, the progesterone and the estrogen, is plummeting down and you're getting ready to do it all over again. So that's why when someone says, you know, where's my shoe or can you pass the soul, it can just feel like the, the that's straw that's going to break the camel's yeah. back. It's like, I don't want to give you anything. <laughs> so it's like, you know, when you when you pay attention and you really just need to kind of for three months, notice where you are and how that makes you feel and what sort of things that you need because everyone will have different wig out days and different smooth, easy days. And once you come to see a pattern, you can start using it because it's predictable. And we so often, you know, say that women are, you know, crazy and hormonal and unpredictable and unreliable and this sort of roller coaster of random emotions. And it's bullshit. It's actually, you know, a strength to have these different phases and it doesn't mean you can't do whatever you want whenever you want it just means that mm-hmm. if you pay attention to how you actually feel it's just another way of being mindful you pay attention to how you feel then you can use that and you can also what i do is i schedule things when i can i mean i work for myself so i can say well when is going to be the best week for me to go and you know collaborate on a songwriting project or when's the best time to go and do some traveling or whatever so mm. Any questions? I, I, I love the idea of it being a strength, and, mm. uh, and that was the instant thing that I that I took when I was listening to you. Mm. Then is that it? That it is a strength. I think we so often talk about it as a negative thing. Yeah, yeah. And I also like how many women do you think are actually, or you know, or people do you think are aware of where they are in their cycle and how their cycle works? Well, in my experience, people are commonly. I mean, you know, when you've got your period, obviously. Um, and you know when it's coming sometimes because you can feel a bit more crotchety. But there's that whole midsection that people kind of just think, oh, well, this is when I'm normal. This is when I'm good. And the crazy thing is, you know, if you think, well, okay, so we don't really feel great about having our periods. We don't yeah. really feel like we're killing it, like we're nailing it, like we're valuable, like we're productive. So we sort of feel a bit useless when we have our periods. All right, that's, that's a week-ish. Um, when we're premenstrual, we're crazy psycho cows. That's about a week. So that's half of your reproductively viable life that you are thinking there's something quite, quite not quite right with me. There's yeah. something that's not good enough. I am not enough. And I just think far out. We are in 2019. I was going to say 2018. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's like if we're going to have girls to the front ruling the world and people with periods really owning that power then they need to pay attention because otherwise it's like how how are you going to find out all of the, the really good bits of who you are yeah. if you're just ignoring this whole phenomena that, that impacts your life? Do you think um, men have played a negative role in this whole idea that, you know, it's it's a bad thing and it's something to be ashamed of and you're weak and you're being an emo- emotional and all those ideas around it? It's Look, okay, you can blame us. It's fine. It's fine. Well... <laughs> I just don't think it helps, to be honest, because I feel like, you know, it's really important when you're trying to change something and you would come across this all the time. When you're trying to change something, you've got to you've got to like look back at how the fuck you got here and what went wrong to get an understanding because mm. you don't want to go back there again. Yeah. You've got to sit in where you are to really take stock and then you've just, got to, you've just got to move forward and figure out how to get there. And in my experience, you know, it's funny, like I remember when I first started doing this show and I um, was speaking to a, a male friend of mine who's a musician 
really good friend of mine, great yeah. guy, great musician. And he said to me, oh, geez, Lucy, we were just having a beer at the pub. And he said, you really, you talk about your period a lot, you know. <laughs> You're always, you know, banging on about it on Instagram. And I was like, yeah, but Davey, it's happening to me all the time. I'm a creative person. It impacts my life. And it's actually awesome. And, you know, what would you rather I talked about my shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he thought about it and he said, mm, yeah, I probably would take shit really? over periods. And I just thought, well, what, that why? says more That's... about you than me. You know what I mean? And like, fuck, we all came out of a lady. Yeah, there's no escaping that. It's 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 something that's so integral to just life, you know. Yeah. And I think really, I guess blood is, um, you know, it's traditionally associated with danger or pain or something is wrong, and. It's, you know, it's, it, to me, it just um, is a testament to how disconnected we all, we all are to, to nature. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you can extrapolate that as far as you want, but on a, just a simple level, it's like everyone's tired. Everyone's working too hard. People don't listen to what they need and they just go and pump themselves full of coffee and Panadol and push, push, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and that affects men as well. I think, you know, men are suffering from being out of balance as well and really in an in an ideal world people with periods and cycles can tap into it and use it to be more productive use it for more self-love and the people around them without cycles can that will give them license as well to tune into their own needs i i I think that's a really good point and it's I, i think you know, the the idea of the period cycle, but I think also like people's hormones fluctuate all the time. And that's mm. something that's relevant to everyone. So, mm. you know, whether mm. whether you have a period or not, mm. I think there's something that people can learn from this. You that's know, our right. hormones do fluctuate and that yeah. does affect our mood and how we're feeling. So even just, you know, tapping into that, yes. I think is really important. Yes. And, you know, going back to the, the theme of digital pride and, you know, mm. being inclusive of everyone. I think that's a really important thing to do. Um, Digital Pride is running from Monday the 29th of April up until Sunday the 5th of May. Um, But we've also got some more exciting dates. So your show, when can people come and see that? I was just thinking quickly back to the Digital Pride. Yes. Um, And it made complete sense that there are people living in countries where they're not free to go out and express themselves in the streets for fear of persecution and oppression. But I thought... Um, is it also, you know, for people that that, are, that that can't get out of the house or they can't... Um Absolutely. You know, it's for, it's for everyone. You know, yeah. we look at prides and local prides around, around the world and it's, you know, it's for local people to go and get involved, which is amazing and great. But, you know, so many people all mm. over for whatever reason, whether they're in the closet, whether they're living with a disability, mm. whether they're mm. living in a country where it's illegal, you know, there's so many people who can't access it. How long has digital pride been a thing? It's, I think it's three or four years now. Okay. Um, and I've tried to get involved every year and yeah. so many people online coming together it's to just share their idea. stories. It makes so much sense because that is where we live online. That's yeah. where we are. And to just fill that up with rainbows and love and and you know have you you must have heard of um, Hannah Gadsby? I love Hannah Gadsby. Oh yeah, we gosh. me and that, my lovely producer went along to her show Nanette. and Nanette, absolutely fantastic. And I love how she says in the show, um, she says, you know, 
like Pride isn't for introverted gays and I don't even like the flag. The colours are just, <laughs> they're all a bit shouty, you know. Yeah. It's like, where do the introverted gays go? And I just thought, oh, shame, that's so true, it's you know. It's very, very relatable, yeah. very relatable. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I love that you just gave, gave up the opportunity there um, to talk about your own show, to talk more about the LGBT plus community. I mean, what a hero. <laughs> Nanette, I mean, Hannah Gadsby, what a hero. Yeah. It floored me. That was just one of the most powerful bits of theatre I've ever seen. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, so moving. Amazing. Mm. Well, if people want to go along to your show, My Greatest Period Ever, that yes. is uh, the 8th to the 11th of May, yes. uh, the 15th and 16th of May, and the 17th and 18th of May. So, That's right. So um, people should go along and see. I mean, I, I even want to come and see I it. I really think you should come. <laughs> uh, shall we have a little bit of music? Yes. Okay, this is a little bit of me, Brendan Urie and Taylor Swift. I promise that you'll never find another like me. I know that I'm a handful, baby. Uh, I know I never think before I jump. And you're the kind of guy the ladies want. And there's a lot of cool chicks out there. I know that I would psycho on the phone. I never leave well enough alone. And trouble's gonna follow where I go. And there's a lot of cool chicks out there. But one of these things is not like the others. Like a rainbow with all of the... Foobar Radio presents... Ian that you'd had a sex dream about me. Yeah, but I didn't. Right, okay, well, let's, yeah, I did. Let's tell did, me about did. it. Tell me about it. Um, okay, <laughs> it started off perfectly as usual. I was having sex with Eminem. We just switched up, so he was now on top. And then I don't know. I like closed my eyes for a second, and I woke yeah. up, and it's you. Surprise! <laughs> yeah, you were there. This was definitely a dream because you were on top, and you don't go on top. Well, it's just easier for all involved. You were you, but as Bob from Twin Peaks. Well, I suppose I do look a bit like Bob from right, Twin Peaks. Right, a little yeah. bit, but you were also making that face that he makes. Yeah. You didn't say anything. Can't help it. I'm on top. That's it. I've told you before, man. It was terrifying. (laughs) Every Monday. Ian Boltworth. From 2 p.m. Fubar Radio. So, Lucy, you are going to do a little performance for us now. Sure am. I'm very excited. What are you going to perform for us? I'm going to play a song called Be So Good. Amazing. Beautiful. Take it away. Thank you. I'm going to sing you a song. Little bit sweet, but not too long. Song of hope and joy in equal measure. I'm gonna give you something that you can treasure. And if you want me to, I'll be so good to you. If you want me to, baby, because I'm gonna be so good, I'm gonna be so good to you, I'm gonna be so good, if you want me to, when the world gets in, I'll hold you, I'm gonna love you. Like I told you Every night I'm gonna be so good to you And you can plant the trees and I'll cut 
the flowers we can lie together in long grass and watch the clouds for hours. And if time won't tell what you want it to, you should know I tell you true, baby, because. I'm gonna be so good. I'm gonna be so good to you. I'm gonna be so good if you want me to. When the world gets in, I'll hold you. I'm gonna love you like I told you every night. I'm gonna be so good to you. And if I ever lose my way and I falter, would you be so good to me? So good to me. I'm gonna be so good. I'm gonna be so good to you. I'm gonna be so good if you want me to. When the world gets in, I'll hold you. I'm gonna love you like I told you every night. I'm gonna be so good to you. I'm gonna be so good to you. Will you be so good to me? That was absolutely stunning. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Is 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 that going to be、um, part of the show? Are you going to be doing、is. music performances? It is. That is the song that I play in the giving phase, otherwise known as the fuck yes phase. Nice. I see how that fits in. Yeah, it's like I love you. I love you. I love everybody. <laughs> And this is not the time to, you know, make big ticket commitments. Like I say to、sure. people, don't look. At like greyhound adoption pages, you know, or that's kitten, too much, right? Kitten Not a big commitment. Just don't do it because you you just you just ovulating for everything, and you just you know you're susceptible. <laughs> yeah. Would you say you've ever made a, a big commitment that you shouldn't when you've been in the giving stage? Oh, look, I probably just <laughs> yes, I have,、yeah. I have. Not that I regret, but um. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So definitely take the time to think it through before you're gonna. If it's a big thing, like、yeah. if it's a really big thing, like what do I want to study at uni, do I want to break up with this girl, yeah, or stuff like that, you've got to run it through a whole cycle. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like、yeah. that a lot. Because what happens is you get the the insight when you're pre-menstrual and you're like. Oh my god! Everything sucks. Yeah, my whole life. I just want to <laughs> chuck it out and start again. And then you kind of know that's a little bit irrational that it's all shit. You yeah. Know? And then you get your period and you're like, oh, oh, well, I suppose it's not that bad. I probably I was overreacting. And then you don't address anything because you just you put it all in the bin. But there's some truth, you know. And if if something like I said before, if something is really pissing you off when you're premenstrual. And it still pisses you off when you got your period. That's the truth serum. That's、sure. when your body's like, "Babes, come on, 
I deal feel, with it. I feel like I'm learning so much. I feel like our lovely listeners are like scribbling all this down. I yeah. feel like everyone's taking notes. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, speaking of um, the giving stage, mm. nice little segue there. We actually have uh, a little competition for our listeners today. We are going to be giving away five pairs of tickets to see Christine and the Queens at All Points East Festival on Sunday the 26th of may uh, the festival is held in victoria park in east london it's a it's a day ticket um and christine and the queens are headlining but there's obviously going to be a load of other amazing acts as well so if you want to enter that just pop over to fubar radio's twitter right now and retweet the image we have just put out um so good luck and i hope you all get a nice pair of tickets to see that um, and obviously go and get tickets for, for obviously. lovely obviously <laughs> go well. to brighton fringe and, uh, yeah, search my greatest period ever. Yes, get tickets for that. Uh, should we have a little bit more music? Mm. Let's do a little bit of Here Comes the Sun by Dodie and Jacob Collier. of Dodie and Jacob Collier they're absolute legends uh, I think it's time for a game are you down for a game? I'm totally down and up for a game <laughs> we're going to play a little bit of porn or not porn so in this game I have five sound bites in front of me some of these have been taken from porn right and uh, some of them have been taken not from porn okay um, and since everyone <clears throat> has been talking about Game of Thrones the mm. past few days uh, we thought we'd do a Game of Thrones theme but I've never seen Game of Thrones neither so, so we're going to be terrible at this well, I think I don't know I think we could be so intuitive that actually maybe I think, I, think, I think we've got this yeah, yeah. I think, I think we've got this interesting exercise so we are going to be a team I do not have the answers in front of me okay. um, so we're going to we work this Callum. yeah I think we can are you ready for the first one mm. okay here we go <laughs> well I'm hearing like horses and swords and things in the background there well. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of um, very. I was porn. imagining someone bending over and finding a little Easter egg in the in the grass. Right, like, that was very. Mm, mm, oh, that little red one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Are there Easter eggs in Game of Thrones? Oh wait, that was Game of Thrones. Well, it could be either. I don't oh, know. This so it's is the Game thing. of Thrones or porn? Yes. 
I see. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, it's definitely Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think so. Let's 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 have it one more time. There's a chicken in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this has to be Game of Thrones. Yes, we are saying that this is not porn and this is indeed Game of Thrones. And the answer is no answers coming up. But wait, is is sorry oh. if I'm wrong but is there not parts of game of thrones that could be considered porn uh, well i think it is exclusive? very yeah i think there are some moments where it gets That's very the point of the game okay sorry i'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little bit slow <laughs> um we did indeed get this correct this is not porn this oh, is fantastic Tyrion and and ross people are going to shout at me if i pronounce these characters names wrong. what are they doing Tyrion and ross who is who is a prostitute apparently are laughing just before jamie lannister bursts in the door no idea who any of those people are good on them but good for them <laughs> we got that laugh. one right well done all right let's do our next one Get up off your knees. That sounds like one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't a porn star. Mm. She has like an Irish accent, doesn't she? Is that Irish? Can I'm we, terrible no, with right, accents. Let's go again. Let's go again. Get up off your knees. Oh, yeah, up. Oh, is that Irish? No? Yes? Get up. Scottish? It's, it sounds like a bit of an accent. I don't know. Yeah, one more time. <laughs> Get up off your knees. I, you know what gives it way? I still think this is Game of Thrones. It's that it's that low lying kind of cello, yeah. industrial kind of. I think so as well. It sounds like really like I don't good think that's quality. Hit porn yet. No, I, I also think this is Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So we, are we saying not porn? Not porn. We are saying not porn. This is indeed porn. Oh. This is taken from a Game of Thrones parody video. So we've been oh, tricked. We've been swindled. Um, and Cersei and Marjorie play a pussy licking game apparently um so good for them good for them hope they had a nice time with that and um well done on the on the quality of the music in that porno i'm pretty impressed with that classy uh let's do our next one <laughs> wow i feel like somebody's being tortured i think this game of thrones somebody's be being tortured fighting herding pigs <laughs> Herding pigs. I mean, it could indeed be herding. Can you hear any pigs? Listen carefully for pigs. Oh, I do hear a scuffling. Yeah. There could be pigs. Yeah, or is a brawl or something. Something like that. But I'm leaning towards Game of Thrones. Me too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, final answer. We're saying not porn. This is not porn. Um, This is Ross gets fucked doggy style in yet another Game of Thrones sex scene. So it sounds like porn, but, it, right. but apparently this got is it. it's just, not it's porn. Real, you've got to really be good. To, yeah. To, yeah, I think so. Mm. I think this is a particularly hard week. Yes. You've not come Pardon in on an pun. easy one. No. All right, let's do the next one. Okay. Um, but may I ask you a couple of questions first? Definitely porn. Yeah, I think porn as well. <laughs> this is like a humiliation, yeah. dominatrix yeah. kind of, and you're right, bad plot as yeah, well. Yeah, bad plot. It's the pizza delivery driver <laughs> who's about to get absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We are saying that this is porn. Yeah. And the answer is porn. This is taken from the 90-minute parody Game of Bones, um, and this is from a scene called Winter is Coming. The spelt the other way mm-hmm. around very clever very it's a lot of game of thrones themed porn i mean mm. i'm impressed being very very tested all right I'll, we're doing quite well i think we're three out of four i think that's pretty good well, it was pretty good let's see if we can get the last one it's your grace it's your grace mm, this could easily go either way mm. 
this is a tricky one. Mm. What's, your, what's your gut telling my you? My gut Callum? says it's not Pond, that it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's where my gut is going. But it sounds uh, too good to be Pawn. It does, but then that other one did as it well. It did, it did. And it was Pawn. And it was. You know, some of these pornos have high production value these days. Mm. What, what's your gut saying? One more time. It's your grace. There's definitely some very sensual breathing going on. Yeah. Um, use, your, use your women's intuition. Mm. You draw from your cycle. Look, I... <laughs> I I I think it's Game of Thrones. I think so too. Yeah, we I are. I think I might even recognise the accent. Over, do you know the characters? No. I don't know. Is the this characters. the one with blonde hair, the long blonde hair? It's your grace. We had the brain tumor. We're, we're we're saying I saw it on the cover of a magazine. <laughs> I don't know anything. We're saying that this is not porn. We're saying this is the the one with long blonde hair who has a brain tumor. Who did? She's who recovered. Did. Now, She's thank recovered. Goodness. She's yeah. recovered. Uh, final answer. Um, this is not porn. This is a lesbian scene where Jeffrey watches the pair and puts in requests on what he wants them to do. But it's not the woman with the blonde hair and the brain tumor. <sighs> Look, you can't get it all right. <laughs> you know? We still got four out of five. Okay. I'm pretty impressed with that. Uh, we are going to be reacting to our lovely sex. Uh, I love. Oh gosh, get it right, Callum. We're going to be reacting to our lovely listeners' sex confessions in just a couple of minutes. But before we do that, let's do a little bit of drugs and the internet by love. Another life, another story She walked out, said I was boring About 3am That's when I called my friend We hit the bar, sent myself flying Shit, I said I'm never trying Till the bitter end But every now and then I wonder what it feels like Lucy, are you ready for a couple of sex confessions? So ready. Thank you so much to everyone who's sent these in. Uh, would you like to read one, Lucy? You can pick either of either of the ones that are on the screen. All right, I'll read the very first one. Okay. I'm a gay guy and I'm very skinny. I've always worn baggy clothes to make me look slightly bigger than I am. Now the weather is getting hotter, I really need to take off a few layers, but I'm really nervous because I'm so skinny and I don't want people to stare at me. Any advice on what I can wear to feel confident? Oh, this is a really interesting one. I mean, I don't want to give advice on them what they should wear. I want to talk more about, like, taking ownership of their body. Mm. Um, I think in the gay community, there's often this, like... It's like you either need to be like super skinny and that and be fetishized in that way or you need to be like super big and, and masculine and, mm. and muscly. And I feel like people who fall into one of those tribes, as it were, they always want to be the opposite. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, me personally, like I love a skinny guy and I, I, I think that's beautiful. I think all bodies are beautiful. So I get that, you know, you feel insecure about your body and you might want to cover it up. But like. I don't want you to, you know. I don't want to give you advice on on how to cover it up and stuff because I I don't I don't want you to. I want you to love your body as mm. as it is. Mm. But I also I also understand that insecurity. You know, mm. I feel it myself sometimes. I mm. feel feel like it's a, a massive problem in the gay community particularly. And I mean, you, as a woman, you know, you must um, feel this pressure as well. To well, I think when you really consider why we're all feeling insecure, it's because we've just been sold this bullcrap that you have to look a certain way and be a certain way and generally you have to buy something to do that yeah and so it's this economy of insecurity 
that is just, you know, it's like we're all feeding on, <clears throat> excuse me, on this crap, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it's like on Instagram, I follow a lot of bo- body positive sort of um, pages. And, you know, the first time I saw someone posting her stretch marks or her cellulite, I sort of thought, oh, yeah, that's, that's good for her, I guess. I don't know that I could do that. But after like a year of looking at this stuff, and yeah, seeing it and then. digesting it. Now I believe it. Yeah. It's actually worked. Yeah. Which you know? is lovely. Which is lovely because it's that whole idea of you can't be what you can't see. So I guess for him, I would wonder maybe, you know, I don't know if he has other people in his life that are maybe in a similar sort of situation and maybe, I don't know, speaking to them about, about what it, makes them feel confident and just, yeah, I don't know, all, there's so many things you can do for self-love, even just really looking at himself in the mirror and seeing what is beautiful and not looking away until he finds something and yeah. then just keeping that inside of him and dialing it up to 11 and imagining that he walks out of his house wearing whatever the fuck he wants and it is beaming out of him and just that is all that matters. And I, l- I love that. I love that so much. As, as well, like what you were saying, like about like who you follow on Instagram and stuff. Mm. I think that's an important thing. Because, Your diet. Like, Your yeah, digital diet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need to make it. If, if you're scrolling through and seeing all these like super ripped muscular guys, that's, that's not good for your mental health. So maybe tailor well, it. And you know, it's like really, you know, you do whatever you want and, and it's good to be healthy and fit and strong and all of that sort of stuff. But I think when it's, it's one part of you, yeah. You know, and it's it's one part of who you are. There, you have your intelligence, you have your your social connections, and your spirituality, and all of these aspects of who you are. And I think when you when you get so worried that this part is so important and it, it's more important at the behest of everything else, then it can it can make you feel even worse because it's actually taking time and energy away from the bigger parts of who you are. It's just one one part of who you are, and the idea that you know. I don't know, like putting on layers. It's almost like this sort of protection thing that, you know, it's like, it's like a, I don't know, just him feeling vulnerable that he's yeah. got to put on all these layers to, to protect himself. And I wonder if, if there's something, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like a, a, an internal look and a chat and a conversation mm, with yourself and other mm, people, I think, mm. would be really beneficial for him. Absolutely. And, you know, people say, oh, yeah, self-talk and tell yourself you love yourself. But it's like... It's not just something you can say once. You kind of, if you're really working on something, you have to absolutely just tell yourself, you know, 200 times a day yeah. until you really, you know. And it is a process. Nobody and just go and instantly. buy some amazing clothes. Go and yeah, treat yourself. Treat, get whatever the hell is going to make you feel absolutely fabulous. Yeah. You know, no matter what your body is. And, and, and just wear that. Make that your uniform, you know. Absolutely. absolutely. Mm. That's some incredible advice there. I, I would follow your advice. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually um, all we have time for. I wish we could do some more confessions. Um, we'll save the ones that we didn't get to today and do them another week. Um, Lucy, uh, this is your opportunity. This is your moment to shine. Tell us all why we should all come and see your show. I know we've talked about it a lot already, but g- give me the spiel. Look, hit me. You are going to have around 450 menstrual cycles in your life and you can use them. Yeah. You might as well. And 
you know, it's not just something you need to put up with. It's not something that you need to tolerate. It's actually, it can be like your best friend and it can be a real window into understanding who you are. And it's not just for women and people with periods to know this stuff. It's really useful because you either have a period or you sure as hell know someone who does. And it's going to give you an insight into what it means and what it looks like to live with a cycle and actually really care about somebody. And I should mention, which I haven't at all, my beautiful dear <laughs> husband who is back in Australia eating Uber Eats and um, <laughs> anyway, he'll be here with me doing the show. And oh, so, amazing. So I tell stories and sing. It's half songs, half stories um, and there's a lot of interactive elements. I have capes and things that I give to the audience members and Richard, my beautiful husband, he illustrates the whole show. So he's an artist and he draws. So He's the really he's really funny and he kind of just elucidates the whole thing in in cartoon form. So so he's the guy in the TED talk. That's right. <gasps> I just thought he was like someone you hired. No, oh my god! Amazing. Don't tell him you said that. <laughs> he is the period doodler. Amazing. I love that. It's yeah. the best job title ever. I'm he, calling it a job title. He's such a champion for, for the menstrual cycle which, you know, getting back to what you said at the very beginning, is it men's fault that periods get so shit-canned and whatever. Let's forget about that. I, I think it's really time to open the invitation to men to be involved because we can't change this conversation on our own. We really need everybody to just get on board and understand that it's a really normal, natural, healthy, amazing thing. Absolutely. So, amen. And, and, it is a, and it is a show for everyone mm. and there are dates from the 8th of May running all the way up to the 18th so yes. everyone should go and get a ticket. They Lucy. sure should. Thank you so much for having me. No, you're amazing. <laughs> I, would I would now like to pronounce you an absolute um, period preacher so may you nailed it just live long and prosper and I think you're absolutely fantastic and your listeners are very lucky thank you so much I don't th I don't think I can I don't think I can top that um, <laughs> Lucy I'm gonna play your wonderful self out with a little bit of wishy-washy thank you so much thank you why you acting so wishy-washy empty in my pockets like a washing machine stop Telling yourself to run back to me Cause we both know this a nightmare, not a dream You act a real wishy-washy Cleaning out my pockets like a washing machine Stop telling yourself to run back to me Cause we both know this a nightmare, not a dream I know that you gon' disappear Cause even though you say you're in your room You You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.